T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you on this Sunday morning, December 1st, and we are pleased to be joined by Tim Phelan, president of the Connecticut Retail Merchants Association, representing over a thousand retailers across the state. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, Good morning to you, Aaron. Thanks for having me. So the holiday shopping season is off and running. What's the outlook for it in Connecticut? Yeah, we're really excited again this year. I think we're going to have a strong year. Uh, All the projections that we've been um, seeing and the conversations we've been having with our members, it looks like... um, There's a a lot of anticipation for this holiday season, and it's going to be a strong one for us. It seems that Black Friday is still big, but perhaps things have been spread out a little more over the entire shopping season when it comes to promotions and things like that. Is that right? Well, I think in general, people, uh, consumers' shopping uh, habits have sort of varied uh, over the years and changed, and some many consumers uh, will shop for the holiday all year round. Um, but certainly the majority of the holiday shopping season begins on Black Friday, the, fr- the Friday and maybe even some cases on Thanksgiving night um, into the uh, New Year's Eve period. That's sort of the traditional um, holiday shopping season. Thursday, Friday to uh, December 31st. The season is a little more compact this year because Thanksgiving fell later. That's right. We did have a late Thanksgiving, so it's kind of made a little bit of uncertainty for some of our members. They're not really sure how that consumers are going to uh, respond to that. But without a doubt, the crunching of time will mean there'll be more intensity and more sprinting to the finish line maybe than we've seen in the last couple of years. Black Friday, I think, is in the American lexicon, but if people don't know where the name came from, where did it come from? Well, my understanding is it came um, around right after World War II, uh, after when retailers would have the a chance to um, sort of make their profit on their books. So they went from the red to the black beginning uh, right after Thanksgiving uh, for the holiday season. And quite honestly, it still holds true for today. I mean, most retailers uh, still bank on having a strong holiday season for a strong overall year. As I mentioned earlier, though, a lot of shopping is spread out throughout the course of the year. So it's not maybe not as important as it was maybe you know 10 15 20 25 years ago but it's certainly a critical time of the year uh, for most retailers if they have a strong christmas season um, you it's it's better you know it sort of really make could make your year for you as shoppers head to the malls and downtowns and shopping areas what are they looking for this year well, every year we sort of look at the what are the hot list of items and toys and or uh, products, but it really kind of does the same sort of uh, look. The list sort of look familiar year after year. So they're going to be using uh, the opportunity to buy gift cards. They're going to be getting toys. They're going to be getting um, some apparel. They're going to be probably getting some uh, jewelry. They're probably buying some books, some music, uh, those types of things. 
What sort of promotions are you seeing stores using to get people through the doors? Well, I think the initial promotion is that, you know, it's Christmas season and start your Christmas shopping. And then I think retailers are prepared for all different types of scenarios. So they're going to be pulling out all the stops and you may see different advertising campaigns sort of develop um, as the season progresses. As we've already talked about, we lost a week because, uh, you know, Thanksgiving is a, a week later. So it'll be they'll be more attuned to making adjustments in their promotions. And, and I think consumers will also be watching closely what are the what are the sale items what are the promotional items that take place um, each week as they move closer to Christmas I heard one of the <clears> biggest <throat> shopping days is in fact the Saturday before Christmas is that true yeah it could be I mean I know that a lot of consumers have been waiting and waiting until the last minute to do their shopping so that that could make some sense I know somebody like you probably started your holiday shopping already so maybe that's not the case but uh, many consumers sort of wait until it's you know, uh, you know, in some cases, consumers like to do that. It's the it's the charge, the rush they get right before the, uh, you know, the big day, so to speak, and that and and maybe that that's why they wait until that very last minute. You mentioned gift cards are supposed to be a hot seller again this year. What do people need to know if they're purchasing a gift card? Well, Connecticut's gift card law is really one of the best in the nation. There is there is no expiration date on the gift card. There's no uh, dormancy fee or inactivity fee on Connecticut's gift card law. And there is a provision in the law if the cash, if the value of the gift card is below, I think it's $3, uh, that with the proper receipt, they could ask for cash back on their gift card. Well, one of the great things about a gift card, and, and because of that, you know, I, we think Connecticut's gift card is the best in the in the country. It never expires, um, and so uh, consumers can use it at at any time. And they can also reload a gift card. So if you know you're buying a gift card and you give somebody um, the opportunity to go into a store and buy something, they have a little bit left on it. They can reload it so they can come back in. You know, f- uh, for convenience. So you know, a lot of those you know restaurants or or fast food restaurants, coffee s- shops. Those are very popular gift card items for the holiday season so for the features. Uh, that they give. How is business when you you think about the competition with online retailers? Are Connecticut brick and mortar stores holding their own? Well, that's a great question. I I, I think um, they are holding their own. I think that there've been some changes in uh, in in law, as you may be uh, aware of, some recent Supreme Court case decisions that have made uh, tried uh, attempted to balance uh, the playing field versus with online retailers and brick and mortar retailers, um, and consumers are changing behaviors too. There, there's we've seen a trend where people are going back into stores, and they're they're uh, even millennials and 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 the uh, are are going back into touching and feeling an item. Uh, and, you know that the trend, uh, the unfortunate trend of showrooming, where someone would come in and look through a, a store and then go home and buy it online, it still happens. Uh, unfortunately, but I think my our sense is it's happening happening less frequent. Um, but are brick and mortar retailers challenged by online retailers? Certainly, they are, but they're also reacting to it uh, in a positive manner. They uh, they have um, uh, websites and in ways uh, that consumers can make purchases using the convenience of a phone or a um, you know other type of uh, you know. Uh, personal device that they want to use. So they're meeting consumers uh, where they are. So we start to see a little bit of a shift away from the purely online shopper to the um, to back into the store. 
one of the ways they're doing that in some cases is setting up, you know, curbside pickup for for customers and things like that. If you need that immediate gratification that might come with one day delivery from Amazon, right? Yeah, no, I, I think there's without a doubt that the brick and mortar retailer, the national multi-state brick and mortar retailer, and the in-state, maybe not so much, are certainly reacting to the pressure that the market has placed on them in terms of uh, convenience f- to consumers. So curbside pickup, one day, one one or two day shipping, delivery, all those things um, that you mentioned, Amazon, they pushed uh, retailers, all types of retailers, to be uh, more reactive to consumers. So more reactive to what is that a, a consu- consumer convenience and how do they meet that customer where they are. And I think they're doing a really good job of that. I think many, many national retailers are doing a great job of trying to say, you want this item shipped to you? Okay, we'll, you know, we'll ship it to you. You want to come in the store, order it, come in the store, pick it up? We'll try to do that. All those types of things. You want to use your smartphone and go online and make that purchase? You can do that. That. And I think that's all good. And I, because of that, I think you're seeing a balancing out a little bit of the online uh, retailer versus the uh, brick and mortar retailer. In fact, the traditional brick and mortar retailer is now playing big on Cyber Monday, which uh, you know, you know, five, ten years ago they didn't have a shot at, and now they do. If you want to go out shopping and maybe want to mix it up a bit and go to places you don't typically go, what are some suggestions you have? Oh, any Main Street in Connecticut. Um, we would recommend you go down there and check out your local retailer, whether it's a local um, men's and women's shop, uh, a, a local um, hardware store. You know, th- th- those folks have, are going to have great uh, places for you to uh, to shop and for places for you to get your holiday uh, needs. You know, um, one item, Aaron, if I could just digress for just a minute, is you know we don't represent food stores in Connecticut. They have their own uh, trade association, but there are tremendous great uh, food stores in Connecticut. Some family-run businesses that are just top-notch, and uh, many consumers are going to go there this year and are going to have positive experiences because it's a big season for the food industry as well, and those are found locally as well. You can go in and do many of your holiday uh, holiday shopping there. And then throughout Connecticut, in addition to great Main Street shops, we have tremendous malls uh, in Connecticut. There's a new one that just opened up in Norwalk, which is outstanding. There's uh, all corners of Connecticut. There are great malls uh, for folks to go and do their shopping. So we always encourage uh, Connecticut residents that you don't have to leave the state to do your shopping for the holiday. There are tremendous places in Connecticut for you to to get everything you're looking for, uh, both as, in a purchase at, at a mall type or a traditional uh, gift, or if you have to do your, you know, your food shopping for the holiday season, all of it is right here in Connecticut. In addition, we have great restaurants as well. So while you're out shopping and making your purchasing, you want to stop at a local restaurant uh, or pub or bar or microbrewery. You know, we've got a lot here now in the state for folks to do um, after they've done their shopping. Many retailers staff up for this time of year, don't they? Well, they certainly do. Um, I think they um, that gets a little tricky sometimes. They have to make sure that, you know, reading projections and understanding uh, what consumers are going to do. They have to try to do scheduling and make sure that they have the right uh, types, uh, I mean, uh, numbers of people on at the same time. But they certainly do 
uh, ramp up for the holiday season. So it's a great opportunity for somebody who's reentering the workforce or if somebody's not sure if they want to take uh, a long stab at retail to work during the holiday season. You're certainly going to get the full-throat experience of working in a retail store during the holiday experience. And then many retailers will will carry on and keep people on after the holiday season, which can lead to you know full-time permanent jobs. You know, we always like to say in, the, in retail that you know, we teach people how to go to work. It's, in many cases, it's their first job. We teach them the, the, the responsibility of going to work, working with other people, being on time, dealing with uh, customers. And we also give people the opportunity to kind of get back into the workforce. If they've been out of the workforce for whatever reason, retail is a great way to kind of re-enter uh, the workforce to sharpen your skills to sort of get the feel again for how it is to you know go to work every day. Do numbers exist on how much of a contribution retail makes to the the state's economy? Well, yeah, I mean, we well obviously we we are the biggest uh, uh, driver of sales tax revenue for the state. Um, there is the other sales tax revenue is business, business is business. We know that we employ in Connecticut close to one out of. You know, four or five people work in Connecticut. Um, you know, we know um, that we're some of the highest property taxpayers in the state. Uh, we know that uh, we uh, contribute to the economy in hundreds of other ways, including contributions in uh, local communities to you know, nonprofit organizations, local little leagues, that type of thing. So I think the presence that Connecticut uh, feels with uh, a strong, vibrant retail community is one that uh, you just have to look around and see it. It's everywhere, and sometimes it's taken for granted, but we certainly think that you know we're an important part of the state's overall economy. You are listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Tim Phelan, president of the Connecticut Retail Merchants Association. Where did the association come down on the new plastic bag law, the 10-cent fee charged for plastic bags now in Connecticut, which is going to eventually lead to a ban on plastic single-use bags? Our association is a, uh, we're a lobbying group, an advocacy group for retailers. So we, um, you know, work on our uh, our members' behalf at the state capitol. Um, and we also have to be mindful of consumers and in that regard, we were skeptical of the 10 cent fee on plastic bags. I'll be uh, straight up about it. We didn't really like the idea that consumers would have to pay another fee at the point of sale. So we didn't really we didn't support that idea. Now, um, the legislature went in a different direction, and they decided they wanted to go ahead and and put the 10 cent fee on on plastic bags. Um, so in addition to saying it was going to be harmful uh, to consumers, and not really harmful, just another nuisance tax that consumers would have to pay, we were skeptical as to whether or not the actual revenue that the state thought that they were going to get, uh, they were going to. And it looks like um, maybe those projections are not going to be on on target. But, however, um, that's a decision the legislature made. The consumer then has to react to how they want to do it. Um, and they're showing that by um, uh, using other methods other than uh, uh, buying 10-cent uh, plastic bags and bringing in, in bringing in their own bags or not using bags at all. So, you know, that's what happens sometimes when you, when you lobby on an issue. You don't always win, and, and legislature made that, that decision. It seems stores are, are choosing to handle this in different ways. You go into one store and they might charge you for a plastic bag. You go into another store and they've decided to, to switch to paper bags. 
I think a retailer is still trying to figure out <clears throat> some ways um, what is the consumer reaction to this. And again, they want to make sure that they're in tune with what it is, what it is the consumer wants. And I think the, the laudable um, idea of, of getting uh, um, uh, plastic bags, maybe uh, reducing the use of plastic bags, um, it, th- that's probably a laudable position to try to do that. I think the issue is what are we shifting over to and how does that impact the consumer? And um, I think retailers are still working through that with the consumer as to what is it they want. Like There are some stores, like uh, some grocery stores we know, that don't even offer, never offer plastic bag, always always went to paper bags. But don't forget, there was a, uh, a conversation years ago about too much paper in the system as well. So, again, it's an evolving issue, and um, we have to keep, uh, like our members do, keep mindful of what, what it is consumers are looking for. You mentioned you do lobbying on behalf of your members. Are there any other hot issues on your agenda as we get ready for the 2020 session? Well, there's always, the legislature always keeps retailers busy. As I mentioned earlier, we do have a, um, uh, we make lots of contributions to the economy. So we therefore watch lots of issues at the state capitol. So we'll continue to monitor uh, labor issues. We'll keep an eye on uh, what's taking place in environmental issues because things like packaging and other types of recycling and how does that impact our ability to uh, work with our, our consumers. We're going to keep an eye on that. Certainly any issues revolving around changes to the gift card law or any increases in sales tax, um, corporate taxes, you know, any ov- any overall business uh, environment type issues, what makes Connecticut stronger, uh, uh, our economy stronger. Those are all the types of issues that we keep an eye on. You mentioned earlier the Supreme Court decision that helped to level the playing field when it comes to brick-and-mortar retailers versus online retailers. Have you seen that start to pay dividends? I think we have. I think, you know, we, we, we need to check with the Department of Revenue Services to see if we've gotten any out-of-state additional uh, revenue to come in. But I think we, we have started to see that. As I mentioned earlier, I think consumers are now starting to trend away from purely online purchases and more to a combination of in-store experience and online. And perhaps that could be because they don't see the benefit of buying something purely online and getting away with not uh, uh, charge, being charged sales tax. Now, they will be charged sales tax for that uh, online uh, transaction. So we think it's a positive thing because we've always argued that um, Connecticut retailers can hold their own against anybody as long as the rules of the game are fair and level. And they weren't before. Online retailers had an advantage. They were not uh, obligated to charge and uh, remit uh, sales tax. Our brick-and-mortar retailers were. So now that that, lev- that playing field is more level, we think consumers may be reacting to that by doing a little bit more in-store shopping Um in addition, I mean, in, in fairness, you know, the brick and mortar retailer is also evolving and having a more of an online presence as well. So I think the combination of those two things has been beneficial to our local retailers and quite honestly to the state as well. Give us the sales pitch for people to shop local one more time. I'm thinking about those special touches. Like if you go into some local retailers, they'll wrap your gifts for free. I think the best uh, the best pitch is you you're you're going to walk into a store in which there's a good chance the owner operator of that store will be somewhere on the selling floor, 
and they will they may do things like you know uh, wrap your gift for you, but they're going to greet you, talk to you. You're going to know them. Uh, they're going to have some expertise on the product that they're you're looking for, and you're going to be able to do it in a manner in which is friendly, which is local, and you're going to walk out of there. I guarantee you feeling better about yourself uh, that you've contributed to a local retail retailer and local economy, and it's going to be uh, everybody wins when that when that happens. And again, as I as I mentioned, there are tremendous places all throughout Connecticut for folks to shop. So even if you're at one end of the state, you don't want to leave the state and go to another end, and you know find a little uh, a little shop that may have just what you're looking for. As you noted, tomorrow is Cyber Monday, and Local retailers are are now in the game in many cases. Yeah, they are, and I think that's great. And I think they they recognize that, that they had to get uh, web presences, and they did that. And now, um, if if you find a local retailer, uh, but you can't get yourself to that store, there's a chance that you're going to be able to make that same purchase, you know, online. And uh, and and that's a positive thing. So again, I I, I you know we don't want to say that I want to over you know, sort of <clears throat> exaggerate the presence of brick-and-mortar retailers on the, on, on the web, but it's certainly greater than it was. So now, especially on a national level, I think national retailers, uh, you, could, you can go online uh, and purchase things from them now uh, that 10 years ago you couldn't do, and now they're in the game um, as well, if not better in some cases, than online, purely online retailers. So it's good. It's, it's, it's a healthy marketplace. There are retail groups such as yours all over the country. Do you folks get together and meet and talk about different trends? And are the trends you're seeing here different from what people might be seeing in California? Well, first of all, yes, we do. Um, there are groups in all uh, of all states, and uh, we do get together uh, just kind of twice a year. We get together regionally uh, here in the, in the Northeast and then nationally get together. I think in the Northeast, the, the kind of trend is the economies in the Northeast are getting better and stronger than they, they you know, we've all, we sort of kind of went through that transition period. I think in, in us, in Connecticut, you know, because we border Massachusetts and Rhode Island and New York, we always have to kind of keep an eye on what's going on in those states. And I think they're seeing the same trends that we are, that um, you know their economies are recovering. They may be recovering faster and stronger than we are, which is unfortunate. But um, you know um, they're seeing the same kind of consumer behaviors and retail reaction to things uh, that we are. Going back to the summer, the tax-free holiday, which ah, has been on the books yeah. for for years in Connecticut, right? Is that still a plus for retailers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the sales tax-free week is great. We. We uh, uh, hope, wish the legislature would um, increase the, the threshold amount to make it even more beneficial. But the fact that the sales tax holiday remains uh, in Connecticut, we think is a positive. It's retailers have built it into their into their consumer sort of uh, marketing um, plans for the year. And and our sense is that the way it's timed back to school, that many consumers look forward to it as well. So it still remains a very popular event. And our final minute, as people head out for holiday shopping, just general advice. The holiday season is always stressful, or it can be very stressful. You know, people have lots of things to do. They've got, you know, they've got their jobs. In many cases, year-end work things they have to do, and there's obligations for, you know, schools and and families. And so, I think the big thing uh, when you're going shopping is 
is to take a deep breath and enjoy it. You know, most people are out there the same as you are trying to find the right gift for that person in their life. And, and then I know the retailer is welcoming you into their store. So just take a deep breath, try to enjoy it, try to, you know, um, uh, ex- enjoy, ex- experience, um, and also little things, you know, remember where you parked your car, uh, remember, have your method of payment out, uh, when you're in line. So to kind of move the line, uh, longer, little things like that, but just generally just try to enjoy the holiday season as it's, as it's meant to be. He is Tim Phelan, president of the Connecticut Retail Merchants Association. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Uh, it was my pleasure, Aaron. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.